Merlin. You don't remember how you got here. But you find yourself falling backwards and as you strike the ground, it is cold and wet as if you've fallen into an inch of water. There is darkness around you for a moment before you see your long-lost love. And she stands ahead of you with light falling around her, spilling across her hair and clothing. And she holds out a hand for you to take it, but she's very far away from you. What do you do? I, uh, well, I would get up and walk towards her so I can reach it. The light that is spilling across her turns purple in color. It flashes and pulses, and in a flash, she is gone. Behind her, there is now an enormous tower. You must not allow Arias to get to this tower before you do. He is your counterpart, but he serves the Child of Darkness, and you are the only one who can counteract him. Salt and pepper, hot and cold, black and white, sunset and sunrise, dark and light, this world, your realm, is on the precipice of a decision that will shape it forever. And you have died, yet your work is not done. You continue to try and walk forwards. Towards the lights. Merlin does without any hesitation. You fall, as if the next step you take is into a deep body of water. You're sense of form lost as you hit this body of water you spill out into it losing your corporeal form and you return now and as you do so you hear the words vita mutator non tolitor and slowly but surely you wake up. Around you are the worried faces of Fix and Will and a uh, relaxed now Vita flying around above where you are. You appear to be on a cold slab of stone in this huge room and your memories start to come back of being burned, of being hit by one of these um, huge waves of heat and then while you were struggling to stay conscious, smaller explosions from these magma dogs. There is still this sense of burning, you can smell a lot of fire and that kind of molten rock, um, but the chaos and the noise in here has died down to an almost nothing. You can probably hear Fix and Will panicking and moving around you before you open your eyes for Will and Fix. As you look at Merlin, you see now that Merlin has uh, huge dark bags under his eyes. Um, and his eyes are red. Uh, the iris of his eyes are a dark red that gets a little lighter and lighter towards the center of his now very small pupil. Um, your chest is burning, Merlin, and as you 
naturally reach up to feel and grab at it, you sense that the skin underneath there is is wrong. And on your chest, you have this scar, very carefully knitted flesh that says the words vita mutator non tolitor. And fix. You recognize this writing as the same kinds of scribbles that you've seen a few times in um, in Arias's work. And Will, you recognize this writing as the same writing that was on your um, pendant. The other words are different. You recognize it to be very similar symbols. Also, some of those symbols appeared on the... Um, uh, walls and on the graves and in your mind palace previously you would have seen these things propping up Merlin you feel absolutely terrible um, for the record um, you feel hungry but not really for any food you feel cold your body feels sluggish as if heavy heavier than it was there is a strange sense to your body now as your heart isn't beating you have no pulse and your blood is thickening inside of your skin your skin which is very cold um when will and fix look at you the only thing I can think that you would uh, maybe maybe think yourself is that they look kind of tasty. Fire is still unconscious a little further down into the cave. What do you guys do as Merlin now wakes up? I think Merlin would scurry uh, right on over to fire and check if she's okay. Yeah, Merlin kind of gets up and scurries across. Um, the way he moves is is strange and different to how you guys would remember him moving, even if he runs across on all fours. He moves a little slower than he did. Um, Merlin's character has lost two dexterity, gained two con, but gained one strength as well. And the way he moves reflects that for you guys. He's, he's, he doesn't seem as dexterous as he was. Um, rushing over towards where fire is, Merlin, you see um, that she just appears to be unconscious for now. As if maybe she's taken a, a blow to the head. Yeah, I, I think uh, rather than say or even address Merlin at all, I would just kind of sneak a look over to Fix instead that says like, what? <laughs> just kind of confusion torn between saying, hey, you're alive and just what the heck is wrong with you? Merlin? Are you okay? I, I, I think then it would just occur to Merlin that uh, he's not quite himself and he's just looking down on his hands and maybe perhaps uh, feeling, feeling at his chest the, uh, the burning sensation. Uh, what 
happened. I glance at Will, just kind of giving the same look back. Like. Welcome to the club. You perished in battle, and yet you're still moving. I feel no pulse in my veins, no beat in my heart, no breath. I go over and uh, kneel in front of Merlin and like check for a pulse manually and kind of like give him a once over. Uh, you, you don't need to make any checks for this. I don't think you, um, there is no pulse. He's a dead body. He feels cold to the touch. He has his skin as well to feel. You, uh, press your fingers to his wrist and his skin, um, sits in, uh, a little as you depress your fingers to the wrist. Um, it takes a very long time for his skin to rise back up to normalcy. Um, he's almost a little doughy to the touch. Very cold, but there's absolutely no pulse, no heartbeat. Um, yet he's moving and speaking generally the same way he would. It's odd, or maybe disturbing. Well, I, I can't feel a pulse, but I don't know if that's just me. I'm just going to abruptly activate Divine Sense. He's a zombie. He's exactly the same thing as the zombies that were attacking you either in the town or at the beginning of the campaign. Um, he's that type of an undead. He is simply a dead body with Merlin still in it or moving around or acting as if he were fully alive um but yeah from from any uh technical point of view he is absolutely undead he is able to remain in some way but he is a zombie um he would have to be very cautious from now on about um wounds and things he probably doesn't bleed uh but he is also not going to heal correctly I'm gonna kneel down in front of Merlin so I'm eye level with him and kind of hold up my own hand and compare it like and, and he can tell that I'm scanning him he's seen divine sense before and kind of like comparing myself to him and like just observing the difference because we've both now been through the dead in return phase but it looks very different on him I grab Will's wrist and check your pulse you you bleed and you have a obviously have a pulse and whatever happened to you is not the same agreed the force that brought him back and the one that reanimated me are not the same he's actually dead I feel in my case it's more like the death was undone or prevented in some way Whereas he's just moving in spite of it. Melon, how do you feel? Well, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I don't feel at, at my best, but 
think I'm more worried about fire. Agreed. He's up on his feet and moving around. We'll deal with that in a second. And I'm, I'm going to turn to fire instead. And try to sit her up against the, that nearby low wall that we were fighting next to before. Just kind of lean her against it. She did it. But she at what succeeded. cost? Exactly. What was the price she paid for this? How do we know she didn't give up her own life to bring him back? Wait, yeah, did I'm she, she bring him back? I'm gonna check I gotta her check pulse. her pulse. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. We probably clash hands. Each, we're just like... <laughs> each of us grab a different wrist. <laughs> just... Yeah. You, um... Again, you don't really need to make a check for this, I don't think. When you are checking her over, this looks, um... Similar to uh, what I think both of you will have experienced in seeing each other when you have had your eyes roll up in your head and fall over. Um, whenever you commune with the mist or any beings that are in the mist, um, you seem to almost astral project like a piece of yourself leaves your body behind and a, uh, another piece of yourself, your consciousness, your soul, uh, whatever it is that you think it might be, your spirit, enters into a kind of um, a separate plane or uh, is removed from you in some way or is dislocated from you in some way. Um, however, your body remains fine. You're, right, you're still breathing. She has a heartbeat. Um, for all intents and purposes, she's essentially just knocked out. She appears to just be asleep. Um, if you were to lift an eyelid, you would see that her eyes are rolled up in the into her head. But she doesn't have any damage, save for the damage that she took during the previous combats and stuff. There isn't anything else going on here. She certainly doesn't appear to be dead. Unconscious. I take off my cloak and make her comfortable. At least she's still here. Kind of. Right. But where's the rest of her? How long was I out for? <laughs> Brad? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> um, you, uh, both of you, have experienced um, quite long stretches of time. Both Fix, you had a long set of questions um, that you were speaking with um shamsi all about previously um and you would have been out for seconds like less than five seconds um will you went through a full experience where you um solved the puzzles when you were doing the um exploration of the rooms or and the combat um and you were out for less than a minute um and fire's been out for a pretty long time here multiple minutes the, the timing of it has been kind of unpredictable but I do recall carrying you around for a while when we were running from those shadows in the woods so you could be out mm -hmm. for a few minutes I wouldn't suspect more than 10 minutes though so, it could mean nothing I suppose I came out of that fine if there's one thing that's been consistent here at least after these visions or communing or whatever this is, we have come back every time, so there's that. Right. She probably just needs a bit of time. But the headaches get worse every time. True. 
I kind of set Moment. to work, like going over some of Fire's wounds a little bit and just trying to like clean her up a little bit and taking care of her. I think Merlin would uh, begin to distance himself a little bit because he's, uh, well, starting to drool and maybe perhaps find fire a little appetizing as his stomach lets out a big growl. I, uh, I think I'm just gonna sit by this, uh, um, slab here and just watch. Well, then your appetite hasn't changed, has it? I think it's too soon to tell. Maybe it's just been a while since, uh, we've had something to eat. I offer Merlin some of my rations. Does this look appealing? I think Merlin would look at it in disgust and just shake his head. Uh, it's it's quite all right, uh, Fix. Thank you. Uh, of all the things we've seen so far, that is by far the most disturbing. Now I look really alarmed. <laughs> okay, we'll add that to the list of things to think about. Uh, where do we even start? The ghostly visions. The magma beast. I haven't even told you all the things I saw when I tried to save Merlin. I'm sure Fire's going to have some stories. I didn't finish getting through what the ghosts said out there in the yard either. There was a tad more to it. We were rudely interrupted. Yeah. I just... Merlin, what yes. did it look like? Where were you? How did it feel? I, I, I don't know. It was just, I was surrounded by nothing but darkness, but I, I did uh, get a glimpse of the tower. An infinite sea of blackness in every direction, yes? Precisely. <clears throat> you and I have been to the same place. How, how, how did you come okay. back? What happened? How did you know? I saw no tower. I saw no nothing. I simply followed the only source of light I could see, and that ended up being the sun. Merlin? Well, right before I saw the tower, I caught a glimpse of, um, well, Fiona. She, um, well, I guess you can say, uh, she's a dear friend to me, and she reached out to me. But when I, I tried to take her hand, it, it just, it got me nowhere just to the 
tower. Presumably then, we went to the same place, but we saw different things. And I, the real question here is just why... We've both been changed in some way or another, but the changes could not be more opposite. You don't think. Well, if there's a child of light and a child of darkness and they're diametrically opposed to each other, it could be the forces that reanimated us were also on opposite sides of this disagreement. Or it could simply be that you didn't die in the mist. You heard it time and time again, this place changes people. Both statements could also be true. Agreed. Do you know what this says? I'm gonna turn the little sun medallion I'm wearing around to Marlin and show him the word Renascator written on the back of it. You, uh, cannot read it, Marlin. I'm sorry, Will. I can't say this is familiar to me. It was worth a shot. It just... The text, the symbols, it's the same as what's written on you. Same language, maybe. Would I recognize the phrase on Merlin? It's in a different language, right? So there's no way I'd know. You recognize elements of it um, probably by now as being recurring, a recurring kind of script, um, but it's certainly not something you can read or understand very well. And once again, we are left with more questions than answers. Yeah, as always. Do you have any idea what it means, Merlin? Yes, you do know what this one means. Uh, it says to you and to your eye, life is changed, not taken away. Life is changed and not taken away. That's my understanding of it. Is that a joke? That's that's exactly what Carmen used to say. That's exactly why Vita is named Vita. Curious. You can read that, but not this. No. Does that mean that the being that was inside Carmen is somehow connected to whatever did this to you? Is that is that where she got the phrase from? I hate that. The being that was inside her was it Demon. not connected in some Yes, that one. Was it not connected in some way to yours? Perhaps they communicated in some way. <sighs> when I asked the mist to help Merlin I asked the most powerful being that I could think of which was the demon and I found out that its name is Shamsil and Shamsil is the demon king of ice and the demon king of ice seems to be at war with the demon king of fire Balrog 
Now, Carmen's demon was a fire demon, as you saw, because we had to fight her. A war because they're different, or a war because of territory? One thing I know is that the Shamsil is interested in killing the Child of Darkness also. And he wants to kill the Demon King of Fire together. And the worst news, possibly, is that we just killed the King of Fire's son. I don't know if we want to go making deals with demons here. Might be a bit late for that. I don't think I have any way of undoing that deal, I'm afraid. And I... I start unbuckling my gauntlet. And I slowly slide it off, kind of with difficulty, because it's been dented and hit so hard over the last few fights. Um, but eventually I, I pull it all the way off, and rather than a hand and an arm, you see it's entirely made of ice all the way up to nearly the shoulder. It moves like a hand, and I sit there and stare at it for a while, as if I haven't seen it for quite a while. But it looks like a dark ice, and now I've taken the gauntlet off, you could probably feel the cold a bit more, like it's more... Um, it feels more malevolent and more freezing aura around it. I would think even if, you know, Merlin being dead now and all he feels is cold, he would, well, he, he would most definitely feel the uh, intensity of uh, your hand. This is what Arias left me with. This is one of the connections I have with this Shamsil. Every time I've talked to the mists, my arm has disappeared. The power that he, that I have stolen from him disappears. I don't know what that means for the future. I also know when we were in that cave with Carmen, before we found her the entire time, it, it was aching, it was hurting in a way I've never felt before. And it terrified me. I, I can only assume now that that's because it felt the presence of something to do with the fire demon. Whatever way you slice it, we've accidentally got ourselves involved in something far bigger than we anticipated. True. How old were you when it took your arm? Fifteen, maybe. Fourteen. By the gods, you were just a child. You all were. 
And it wasn't, it was, he, I think I mentioned before, but I'm sure he's refined his techniques now, but this was his last ditch effort, I suppose. I was forced to make the pact to survive, and he knew that I would die if I didn't do something. But I didn't know at the time what I was getting myself into. and these things are twisted. This Sorry, is all in his attempt to, to work with the Child of Darkness. Do you think he even knew what he was connecting us to? Do you think he knew he was connecting us to the, the Demon King of Ice? That's insane. I think he still doesn't know. You recall how he was grasping at straws, how he sent us out here to investigate on his behalf? He has large gaps in his knowledge. He's trifling with forces even he doesn't understand. In his notes, though, a child of darkness, and he knew of Shamziel. He knew there was the name in the notes everywhere. Perhaps they spoke at some point. Or perhaps he gleaned it from some writing somewhere. I realize... I may have made a mistake. When I was trying to bring Merlin back, I asked Shamziel to bring back the wizard. And then I wasn't very precise with my wording because I assumed he wouldn't know what Merlin meant. And he said that there was another wizard siphoning from them. So he must be aware of Arias. Right. And their perception of our world is probably a bit different. He is aware of beyond the mist, which is interesting. They must be aware of the lands outside of the mist, but what do they understand about it? I wonder if... I wonder if Fire learned anything during her conversations. I just want her to wake up. I don't know if this is going to work since she's not... She doesn't appear to be physically injured, but who knows? Maybe she'll feel something. I'm gonna put my fingers right on the side of Fire's temple and kind of test and use a single point of lay on hands to restore. Should be back. Yes. Three, two, one. Hello, welcome back to the stream. I have had many OBS issues today, and we blame Arias. So, um, Will, you place two fingers to the side of um, Fire's temple, and a and restore a point of sanity. Um, 
Well, I say one point. I'm more so just testing to see if I can, if anything happens. Like, I don't know if it's going to work. It does work. Um, however. Fire. You are running from something. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. No, you know, welcome back. 16. 16 is just good enough. Do you know what you are running from? No. The image in my head is my brother, scary, but I don't know if that's it. Roll me a perception check. Five. A five. You turn, expecting the image of your brother, maybe a huge spider-like creature chasing after you. When did you even start running? What are you running from and, and why you don't remember? Your surroundings are of a thick overgrown forest not your home forest not the forest that you've been moving through here um the trees are much much larger than uh you would expect them to be here they're so tall that you can't even see the canopy um ahead of you there is several cracks in the ground several pieces of the ground are falling away um and into a darkness and as these pieces of the ground fall apart in front of you there is smoke or mist or steam lifting up from the holes roll me an acrobatics check 13 a 13 i'm gonna send you two phrases and i want you to tell me which one of them is true. Mm, the second one. Okay. Roll me a wisdom saving throw. Eleven. The second phrase is true or more true. Why? think anyone's truly sane is that to make you feel better or is that mm. what you actually believe i think it's uh something that's made up people made it up and say that they are sane or insane to cope. Roll me an inside check. Six. You don't trust your own words. Mm -mm. Why? Uh, why should I? <laughs> I don't feel right. 
You have not been running for a long time. You vaguely remember running from something at some point. Then you began contemplating something. A phrase or a belief, maybe? But there is an element to this contemplation where you feel as if you kind of floated away from your own understanding of of where you are, what you were doing, um, why you were doing it. There is... a long way back. You were running for a long time. Roll me a... Roll me a d20. Eight. You were maybe swimming or drowning for a long time. But for a longer time than even, even those two times put together, you've been sat still alone in this place, an endless darkness of nothing. You can see six strings um, floating up from your body as you focus on your hands and focus on your feet you can see that there are uh, strings coming from the backs of your hands and from the tops of your feet you get the sense that there is another string um, somewhere on your body and it takes you a good long amount of time to focus on your chest, seeing a string pulled up and out from where your heart would be. Where the sixth string is, you hear a sound like a, a snip. As the string above you floats away, you see it floating upwards and away from you. What do you do? Try to grab it. You wake up. Suddenly. Will, you place your fingers to Fire's temple and you successfully restore a single sanity point. And as you do so, Fire's hand reaches out towards you, gripping at your shoulders and at your armor and padding. Fire, you wake up suddenly. There is a horrible headache and sense of dislocation waking up immediately. You're very confused for a moment. Um, when you and your eyes focus for a moment in this kind of dark, an empty giant room much of your memories very quickly flood back and then you focus and realize that it is will looking down at you and you're waking up from a terrible nightmare or sleep state there is a sense of loss and bit by bit pieces of what you remember while you were asleep come back to you. 
but not fully. The sense of asking questions, of begging for Merlin to return, a sense of drowning, a sense of running and fleeing from something, a sense of the words, sanity is a cozy lie, just keep rolling around in your head. You, you can't stop this phrase rolling around and rolling around and rolling around. Um, and the sense of these strings and that you've lost something. But generally, it's that that odd feeling of losing the the dream very quickly after waking up. It feels like you lose the dream, but in its place, the memory of what was going on earlier on comes back to you and floods back to you and you get the sense that you've been asleep for a little while. Um, for Will, Fix and Merlin, fire has been out for about 30 minutes, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, as soon as, uh, as soon as she wakes up and reaches out or grabs me or whatever, I'll, I'll take my other hand and just kind of put it over hers and say, hey, hey, you're all right. It's us. Are you okay? Is I'm Merlin? Like, is Merlin okay? You did it. He's up and moving around. He's, um... I'll kind of turn and look at Fix again. He's, uh... He's looked better. But he's... He's back. How, how are you we feeling? We killed the thing. Yeah. We're out of danger for the moment. Well, what happened down there? I don't... Take a second to get your wits back about you if you need to. Sorry. I just, you see me like touching my heart and my hands and I don't know Is I think I missing? lost something I don't I don't know if that makes sense just a feeling just, just give it a moment and see if you still feel the same in a few minutes being on the verge of death is strange things to you. And I don't just mean like me, I mean everyone. Where's Merlin? Merlin was uh, sitting on a, a slab nearby. But, uh, is he, I, I is he like facing away? No, I think he had his eyes set on fire this entire time and I think he would begin to inch forward uh, towards her and once he got up close enough he would look at up uh, look up at her with uh, his soulless red eyes fire just grabs your head and pulls you in like a way too aggressive hug he he hugs back I'm so relieved you're okay don't ever do that again Not my intention. Welcome back, both of you. We'll kind of push you away and just grab your shoulders. 
You feel okay? I'm no longer alive. Fire. You look it. Oh, for now. On the bright side, you won't be eating girl rations anymore. I felt precisely. How sure are we that's a good thing, guys? Pretty sure. Well, it depends how strong your new impulses are, I suppose. It also depends what else has changed. Hunger is probably not the only side effect. Even the way you move is different. Well, what yes. happens if you lose a finger? Like fire? Can Will actually put it back on? Uh, no. And he would then uh, move about his fingers and you would see that his joints are very stiff. Okay. I would no touching potions for you. Understood. I don't have any experience with this sort of thing. Um, can I talk to you for a moment, Will? Just... Of course. Nothing important. Just, uh, normal. Yeah, yeah, just a moment. Merlin, when... When we get a second... Just to know the answer. I should check and see at some point if I'm able to heal you or not. Maybe a matter of life and death later we should discover the answer now. Unless you can already feel. Unless, you know, if you already know. I immediately take Merlin aside and start, like, quizzing him about everything. I've got my notebook out and I'm, like, trying to take down all the differences that Merlin feels like he can feel and I can see. Right. Yeah, you, uh... You sort that, and I'll walk off with fire then. Out of earshot. <sighs> What's on your mind? Well, which of the many things on your mind would you like to discuss? If Merlin is dead, if Merlin is a dead body, right? He is. I can feel it. Dead bodies. They decompose over time? Yes. Have we considered? They do. So, what? So. Are we on a. A ticking clock? Yeah. Perhaps not. We've seen undead stand up and move around as nothing but bones and a skeleton. Worst case scenario. We have a very small skeleton following us around, although I'm not sure that might impact his ability to speak. I feel like we perhaps have bigger problems at the moment, like getting out of the mist alive, but we do need to figure out what's going to happen to him long term. And we don't know if this is permanent or not. We also don't know if it's reversible. Uh-huh. Okay. I just... You know, I... Dead bodies, it kind of happens quickly. They kind of break down. I agree. I didn't make a what mistake, a... right? Fire. We're all guessing. 
And if you didn't do it, I would have. I was half a second from doing it myself. So. Don't blame yourself. This would have happened one way or the other, with or without your input. Okay. Besides that, I think it's pretty clear we all share a common purpose. You think if Merlin was given the choice, he would have just stayed dead, left us out here alone? Or do you think he would have come back to finish the job we all set out on? He would have come back. Take some solace in that. You did what he wanted. Not necessarily what you wanted. And the price we're all going to end up paying for that in the long run? Well, none of us can see the future, can we? We'll take this one step at a time. What about you? You still feel like you're missing something? It's like... When you wake up from a dream... And for... A second you can remember it. And then it fades. And you can't... You know it's somewhere. But you can't get to it again. I don't know. I know the feeling you described, but only from when I've actually had dreams that I couldn't remember. I should be dead four times over by now, Fire. Three times in the army and once at Grant's Refuge. The last one was kind of cheating, though. Every time before that, though, I just woke up and everything was numb. Numb and shocked. What you're describing doesn't sound the same. In fact, you almost look no worse for the wear, so... Hopefully communing with the mist here doesn't have any lasting effects. Hopefully. Uh... Is Merlin okay? I mean... Not I'll physically. talk to him. Yeah. I'll talk to him. I think he and I share a rather unique sensation at this point, but it just, it feels so, it feels so hollow coming from me. We may have both gone to a similar place, but he came back very, very different than I did. If anything, the force that brought me back, I... I've only been made better for it. I can see in the dark now. I can move faster now. I can channel light and magic now. There's not really any downside that I can see. It's just made me a better version of me. But him? He's been robbed of his essence. Just, I don't know. I feel like I should say something to him, but I'm also kind of worried it's going to come across as a cheap platitude, you know? How could I understand? Just say that, then. Say I want to say something to you, but I'm afraid it might come off as a cheap platitude. Just say it. This very much reminds me of Having to tell people their husbands and wives were dead when we went home. Well, it's kind Same. of similar, except your husband's dead, but then we brought him back and now he's, uh, 
you know, walking dead. The same sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach every time I had to tell someone that. <laughs> but you're right. No, you're right. You'd have made a good soldier fire. Let's go see if Fix is done interrogating him. Okay. So, maybe the good news is if you don't need to breathe anymore, then your snoring will stop keeping us awake at night. So, I guess we have that to be thankful for. You don't well, need to breathe, right? I, no, I, I don't need to breathe. Therefore, there will no longer be the, the snoring, but uh, um, I do think this this new appetite of mine will uh, will will face um, um, and we can, prove We can to... do something with that, though. I mean... Uh, we could we could find bodies and um, uh, we could we could freeze them and keep them fresh for a while maybe and then uh, I you oh. hope we're not intruding on anything too terribly important. No, just I discussing would, I... the finer details. I was just we're freezing bodies. We're um, well, there's a contingency, you know. We don't want to be out on the road and then Merlin gets the hunger. You know what he's like. Mm -hmm. yeah. I just thought I'd be open with you guys. I'd let you know. Um, uh, well, <clears throat> brains will be on the menu. Like, you know, if you had told me that a month ago, I'd have thrown you out. Human this brain, point, like human brains, or just brains? Not any kind, any kind of brains. I'm not picky. Right? Oh well, that's no different than you, you know, eating a deer, or something. <laughs> I'm gonna grab the back of fires. Cloak and kind of start tugging her away from the group again. Like, hold up, mm -hmm. I forgot something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and back away again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with you. Okay, hear me out. Mm hmm. What if he needs. What if him eating things prevents him from decomposing? Maybe that's why he's got the sensation of hunger. Uh. Then we find something with a brain. Right. We go hunting, and mm -hmm. we uh, see what happens. See, my thinking is hunger. It's not just... I mean, it could be an instinct, I suppose, but he's dead. How much instinct is there, really? I think it's more of a natural craving, because that's what's sustaining his body. Yeah, there wasn't much uh, instinct when he was alive, to be fair. Do you think we're going to have to keep an eye on him in towns now? Like, what if there's some guy walking around with thick glasses, big head, just looks like he's got a huge brain. You know, some really smart guy. You know me, I say let it go and see what happens, but if you if I you... just don't want to get run out of town with pitchforks. Also, he looks kind of dead. <laughs> I wonder if either... Okay, anyway, sorry. I just I wanted to pose that thought, but I didn't want to alarm him. I... We have to we do have to think about recipes keeping it you don't your, I don't, your job <laughs> I'm just okay. walking away yep. your job smoothies <laughs> you know stew fried <laughs> well, I'll walk back over and see <laughs> if they've started a new conversation or if they're both just waiting for us just waiting for you at this point I think we're both I don't Curious. think that rash is anything to be worried about. Well, um, so what's going on over here, guys? 
You know, now that you mentioned being back on the road again, this does present another concern. We can't take him into a town looking like that. Mm. I mean, there's a reason I wear the gauntlet, I guess. Maybe we can disguise it somehow. Yeah, a mask of some sort. Do either of you have mm. a spell that can alter his appearance temporarily? No. Uh. I mean, maybe I, mean, I could create an illusion around his head or something. I feel. Uh, I mean, I've I've seen your illusions many times, though they don't, they don't really move. I feel well, like that would, with my that, would, face. that would draw more yeah, attention. Let's, uh, let's ask Merlin. Merlin, what do you want to do? Hmm. He then pulls out his magic mirror, and he looks at himself. Well, I don't see anything wrong with my face. See, that's Can the attitude that I like. Positive self-image. He hands just the push, the, over to push the mirror down slightly, Merlin. It, it's what everyone else is seeing that's going to be the problem, not not your uh, not your self confidence here. Could you, perhaps on the way back, work on a spell that allows you to disguise yourself, maybe? Because I feel like our lives are going to be much more difficult. Are you telling me I'm not beautiful? Yeah, well. I'm telling you, people are going to run us out of town with pitchforks and torches. If, imagine someone walks up and says that Merlin looks bad. Well, we wouldn't I don't, stand for that, would we? Exactly. That's on them. They're rude. Maybe because in small towns. Merlin yes. looks great. <laughs> Can I just like look at fire? Like, are you serious? It hurt me to say that. <laughs> And you can tell for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, he looks fine, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Right. Well. What now? Didn't you say there was something you were going to tell us about the, the visions you had before we got attacked? <sighs> yes. Although, at this point, I feel like it's just a drop in the bucket and it doesn't change much but regardless the three ghosts out there by the tombstone the first one said I was killed here for my lack of knowledge yet I found the source the second one said knowledge of the source saw me lost under Dandelo third said I followed the source into the ocean and upward to my doom I'm sure you remember all this the part that I didn't get to say was that after they were done speaking, all three of them saying their separate parts, they... They all spoke in unison. And they spoke directly to me, specifically. Mm. They said, our cause is now your cause. End the child of darkness. You race now against your own doom. <sighs> so we are... Aligned with a demon king. That's good, I guess. It would seem that their interests and Shamziel's interests line up, at least for the moment. Right. From what I understand, this child of darkness is ancient. Very ancient, older than the demon kings themselves, which is... I suppose I have no idea how old they are, so... 
at least half my age. And the Child of Darkness is far more powerful than they. Killing the Child of Darkness would surely leave some kind of power vacuum. Not to mention the fact that... How do we kill something more powerful than a demon king? We just killed a demon prince. Clearly they're yeah, not about we, being touched. We didn't tell Fire about that. Oh. Um, oh, as it turns out also, uh, Vita is somewhat related too, so that's fun. Hold on. Oh. Can we go back yeah. to the, where, um, we killed a, a demon, what? What? Yeah, so, I kind of fill Fire in exactly what I said earlier. And, um, well... I suppose the bad news is they do seem to know where we are. And they that's probably the... are going to be holding a grudge. That's bad. Yep. That's all bad. All yeah. bad news. And I do feel like if you're traveling with me, you are going to have a target painted on you. But the good news is that yeah. Shamsiel's already... pleased. Yeah. And also you know, good it's, news. It's worth it being your, your buddy. You know, it's worth it. Yeah. Thanks, Fire. Mm-hmm. Oh. The other, the other good news, we already had targets on us, so. Well, sure, but not for the demon entities inside the mists. Maybe they cancel each other out. The targets uh, cancel each other out, probably. Yeah, we'll go with that. Mm. Gonna have to write a book on all this if we live through it. Uh huh. No one will. Be- no one will believe a word well, of it. Well, I'm already but- dead. I hold up my well, journal. Like only by everyone's Yeah, you're dead. I But you're alive in my heart. Maybe is we need helpful? a new word for what Merlin is. Great. I'd, uh Yeah. Uh inspiring. So inspiring. much tenacity to be back here with us. Uh um Strong? Dead? Uh, I keep going back to dead. No, no, don't. No, um, dead, dead is the bad word. Um, touchy subject. But, mm. Touchy? No. Almost. Uh, uh, Dif- alive diff- adjacent. Differently alive. Differently not alive. Quite, mm. Not quite dead? Not, yeah. Mm. I don't like dead in the... Uh, affected by... He's only mostly dead. Death. We could go with that. I don't I don't think dead... We gotta get... Uh, we gotta get dead out of there. Fair enough. So Orias wanted us to bring anything that we found at the grave. I've had a moment to think about this. Do you think that Orias even realizes we're still alive? We've already established that he has holes in his knowledge and his influence. When we caught up with him at Somps Point, he was caught completely unaware. He didn't even see us coming into the building. I don't know that he knew we were there. He didn't know what was out here in the mist, so clearly his vision can't spy on everything out here. Do 
What if we just don't report... I'm thinking if we just don't report back to him, he may assume we died. Okay. And that, that gives would us time be to go f assuming incorrectly. No. I can't help but imagine he would have some way of finding his staff. That's true. Unless we ditch it, but I think Melon's quite attached to it by now. I am not parting ways with this just yet, but, um... Plus, I mean, he plus. said he would deliver one of your bandits to you. One. Better than I want three. I want three. I mean... I'm just trying to think of ways to buy us time. We need to go follow up on some of these clues we've picked up, but... If we give Orias all the information, if we keep him up to date on everything that's happening, he's always going to be a step ahead of us. We need to find a piece of this puzzle that he doesn't have. He doesn't if have anything. your visions. What have we really learned from my visions or yours, for that matter, though, that we can actually use for an edge here? Vandalo? A source? We could go to Dandalo. Well, right before I came back, um, when I had that vision of the tower, I couldn't help but feel the need to be there before Orias. We need to get there before he does. Get to <clears throat> where exactly? The tower. And where right. is the tower? But do we know where this tower is? No. Was it in the mist? Was this tower... Certain. Was this tower on a cliff overlooking the sea, almost like a lighthouse? Yes, it was. Have you seen this same tower? I have. And I saw it when I went to the same place that you've just returned from. Maybe we should ask the mist. I don't know if I should do it this time. My headache. <sighs> That's true. Well, we are already all the way out here. If we're going to... If we want to push further into the mist and find this tower, now's a good time to do it since we're already here. On the other hand, we have at least two places to follow up on that are outside the mist and therefore probably less likely to kill us. Hmm. And there's less demons outside the mist. Always a good thing. Maybe it would be good to know where it is before or we leave and then we can make a better decision. I think you True. should ask, Will. I had a feeling you were going to say that. I think it's only fair. We've all been through a lot and you seem to be okay. I know. I know. That's why I figured you were going to say that. You're perceptive.
<sighs> I hate this. Where's your tower? Just gonna angrily demand this from the mist. <laughs> and that is I where get ready we're to going catch him. to a break for this uh -huh. evening. <laughs> Uh -huh. <gasps> I hate you. Uh -huh. And that is where we're going to go to a short break for the evening. My apologies for some of the tech issues tonight. My OBS is being strange. Um, Arias. Let's discuss some things about Merlin. Merlin, you are a zombie, an undead. Um, you are the living dead and must maintain a diet of living or freshly dead flesh within one minute of death, in equal portion to the amount of food. A living member of your original species would require your muscles require the same amount of rest that your original race would so you do need sleep i uh misunderstood a thing that i read earlier on thought for food if you devour at least one mouthful of brain from a deceased creature for the next 24 hours you can experience memories of their life um <laughs> and okay. Undead fortitude, you are immune to poison and can't be poisoned. Um, and also, when you succeed a death saving throw, you immediately gain one hit point. Uh, once per long rest. So you're really hard to kill now, which is nice for you, who is constantly on death saving throws. Um, but you are already dead. Um, you did lose two decks. You gained plus two con and plus one strength. You lost your gnome cunning. Um, and it was replaced by the undead fortitude um, and so that is mechanically what happened um, between sessions for Merlin here um, also you guys have unlocked the next tier of the sanity table for fire specifically um, fire can now no longer go past 80 sanity 80 is now the maximum um, and each time you drop 20, your maximum drops as well. So if one of you hits 60 sanity, then your maximum becomes 60 as well. So three of you have got 100 sanity as your max. Once you drop to 79, you can never go above 80 again. Um, and uh, so um, fire has some permanent sanity effects. Um, and uh, that would apply to each of you and things. There is a table that... Even the cast only have access to the two um, blocks of sanity that are available to them. 61 to 80 and 81 to 100. You get different effects for each one as you drop down. Thank you, Noodle Leith, for creating the sanity table. I will not be receiving. If you have any problems with it, then you may forward all uh, complaints on to Noodle Leith at hotmail.com. I'm kidding. He's not old enough to have a hotmail. So, um... A quick thing I want to do before the break this week, because I forgot to do last time or the week before, is announce the winner of our Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. This copy here. Um, and drumroll, please. Fire. That's not a drum roll. That's one of those yes, men that have all of the instruments at once <laughs> and walk around. The winner is Discord name at Scarecrow31. And if you are not here or you don't know, um, please, uh, we will announce it in the Discord as well and we will at you. Um, and if you are here and you're aware, then please, in the Discord, contact one of the mods. You may just at one of the mods um, or they will get in contact with you in a DM. So prepare to be contacted by someone. Um, 
from the table story crew and we will get your details and send it out to you we're going to go to a short break here thank you so much for tuning in um and uh last little announcement is that uh next wednesday we have a new show starting here on table story called spellwind it is brought to you by uh mythomatic who many of you will know as being a fantastic role player and player on several of our shows uh this will be the first time he's dming for us here a new campaign DD. um the players are maya a brand new new kid got some new blood on the channel and also myself wax steven and pb the uh the core dms of table story and it's the first time we've all played in a campaign together as players so it's gonna be interesting and i'm really looking forward to it and I've got a hat. This is my cosplay. That's right. I will be cosplaying as one of the peaky fucking blinders. So uh, please check that out. I'm going to run an ad for you now. We're going to go to a short break. And when we return, we will see what happened to Will. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. Will, you yell out. I'd like two rolls from you. First is a wisdom saving throw. Getting right into the fun part. Here we go. That is a 17. And the second is a constitution saving throw. That is a natural 20, bringing it up to 26. When you shout out, there is a... There's a brief sense of falling for you, as there always is. But you find yourself now still inside the winter hall the thickness of the mist is quadrupled it's it's like a, an intense fog you can't see the back walls or maybe the ceiling but the floor underneath you the rocks the bricks that had fallen remain the same merlin fix and fire uh, vanish from where they were um, and in an instant, almost as if you teleport, you find yourself in uh, this sort of altered version of the Winter Hall here. Your body doesn't change this time. You don't get the sense of, of astral projecting or leaving your physical form. And there is a brief moment of... of uh, dizziness um, but no real sense of pain to your mind uh, and you're alone here what do you do or say my surroundings other than the mist haven't changed no you can feel the <coughs> rocks underground even or underfoot Who's out there? 
everyone is out there. Is that a sensation that I get or is that a voice answering me? Both. It's almost as if when you ask this question, you know the answer almost. You go from not knowing it to knowing it. Who brought me back at the refuge when I fell? Roll me a d10. There Six. it is. That feeling of of loosening you for the first time in the few seconds that you were here. Wobble. Your body feeling slightly less solid. Your mind twists away from your own understanding of who you are, what you are, where you are. And you take six sanity damage. However, when you do so, you get the answer that you brought yourself back. How's that even possible? Roll me a d10. Eight. Your the feeling of the stones under your boot disappears. Not as if you're floating or as if the floor is disappearing underneath you. You just lose the sensation of it. There is a horrible twisting as if as if your own soul or spirit inside your body suddenly turns around. Um, you can feel it in your mind or in your brain most of all as if someone has raked uh, um, a pencil or has raked a spike down the back of your brain itself the answer comes to you very quickly though you've done it before several times you Your soul, your spirit has returned over and over again, endlessly. It doesn't stop doing it because you can't die. I see. So here we go, round and round again. I want to... I want to steal my mind and use my own sanity restore in this place. I want to force through it. You absolutely may Can do I, that. I'm going... Yeah, I'm going to dump the rest of my... Sanity points so that I can ask it another question. We'll continue this conversation again, but before I leave, 
The tower. The tower I saw when I came back. Where is it? The lighthouse on the cliff. It is not a lighthouse. Um, it is a portal or an experiment. It is a, a, a place of arcane science. It is the home of the portal to the void and the quickest way there would be to probably take a small vessel off the shore of Gore's Point and sail directly east as you did before. But only once. Uh, as I did before... As will? I'm, I'm trying to search my memories. Did I do this as me? Roll me a d10. Five. Will is you. That's who you are now. But only half of you belongs to Will. The other half belongs to the child. The child has been to the tower many times, but the but Will has never been. I'll be back. We're not done yet. I'm going to attempt to leave of my own volition. Did you may attempt. Roll me a wisdom saving throw. That is a 15. Something claws at you. Something grabs at you as you remove yourself from this place, from this consciousness that is the mist something grabs at you but not in a way that it wants you to stay in a way that it wants you to die you get the sense this thing wants you fucking dead more than anything else this is what this thing wants it wants you to die and stay dead it wants to rip the soul from your body tear the piece of it that is will off and throw it over its shoulder and consume the other piece moments later and does very... it feel like this is the same thing I've been talking to or is this a different entity arriving at the end mm. I'm, I'm not asking I'm I just know, I know, asking I know, you yeah. as the DM yeah. I'm trying to think how it would feel to you um, I think it would feel like I think it would feel like a more concentrated version of the thing that is providing you with answers. Um, you get the sense that what is providing you with answers is just the fact that you are almost tapped in or plugged into the consciousness that is or is within the mist. Um, and you simply become one with it. Um, but it it does feel like a flowing sea or an ocean. It isn't. It's it's difficult. It's like throwing two cups of water into an ocean. 
and then trying to determine or try and recapture those same two cups of water um as it concentrates down you get the sense that it it is essentially the same thing um it is the mist itself it wants you dead above all else um whenever it if it's clawing at me in a way that i can physically reach i want to like grab it by the throat and snarl at it as i'm leaving but i'm not going to try and stick around i think there's an almost animalistic element to you and to the mist where it's not really a physical thing you're not really a physical being at this point there is almost these two wolves snapping at each other as the fog that is around you dissipates again the um forms of fire merlin and fix return though the world turns and shifts as you realize that once again you are laying down but the transition this time for you was easy almost as if you flipped yourself rather than calling out and being pulled away or falling into a great consciousness you this time you figured out figured something out you you jumped and twisted into the other side of the mist here the less physical side of the mist um though when you return that same sense of almost waking up returns to you the others are looking at you fix kind of seems to have have grabbed you but is still lowering you to the ground um one two seconds past fix as will shouted out fell you caught them and then as you were lowering will to the ground he wakes up immediately again a kind of snarl or a twist to his face <laughs> okay all right calm down calm down calm down calm down okay what the fuck did you see i know where the tower is okay and why did it make you want to kill me not you okay good mist and i apparently have a history <clears throat> oh sorry sorry i was not reaching for you okay not you i was i was gone there for a good at least a minute in my own head i was reaching for there was something, something biting at me. If we play our cards right, if we rest up, everybody fresh, I need to go back into the mist. I figured out something important. We're in the mist. I mean, not, not in the mist in this way the way i just was uh, i need to go back there's more answers okay let's let's start from the beginning what what happened i wanted to find out where the tower was same one that merlin just saw but i have other questions too not the least of which being why am i even alive so i started with that and I now know the answer. It wasn't the mist or any demon in it that brought me back. I did it myself. 
Were there... How does that work? How is that possible? It's a good question. And one I fully intend to ask next time I go in there. I... I do, I do know this. I've been fighting these things for a much, much, much longer time than I can remember. A past yeah. life, reincarnation, something. I don't know. But I've gone into the mist before. I've confronted these things before. And I can only assume, since I can't remember anything, that it must not have gone very well. If I'd won, then I'd probably remember. But enough of me survived that I just got up. And if that doesn't make any sense, then believe me, we're in agreement on that part, but I I know it's true. I know it's true. My memory is hazy, but I'm slowly peeling it back a layer at a time. The 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 visions, the, the people in the mist we saw at the grave, they were all you? One of them was. The other two, I'm not so sure. Right. Aldarin and I are one and the same. Right. But the other two... The third one. The one that looked like a sailor. I've been him before. And the second one... The second one, I, I've never... I've never been him, but I've seen him. I saw him in Cole the day we met. That vision. He and I in that woman from one of the local tribes fighting side by side. That was me too, but I can't remember it. Okay, okay, and why, why did you want to go back in? The same way that I can clear our headaches, I can push further in. I can demand more answers. And I can stave off the effect. But that would be very unwise to do in our current condition, because I have to... I have yeah. to ration or budget my ability for all of us, lest, you know, we'll lose our minds. The headaches will take us. I have to keep, you know, I have to keep everybody intact. But if we were rested up and I didn't have to worry about everyone, I could, you know, direct my attention to pushing deeper, maybe figure out what happened. Well, you're so busy thinking about everyone else. I think you need to focus more on you. Maybe let's not be so hasty and contact the mists again. Who's to say, well, it'll end up the same way. It. What I'm trying to say is, you're lucky you came out unscathed. Who's to say it, you'd be as lucky the next? You know, Merlin, a minute ago, when Fix said I should go, I wanted nothing more than to say no and not touch this stuff. I don't want it anywhere near me. I want nothing to do with it. And yet now, I can't think about anything but going back. 
have to know. What? What is the question? Who or what am I? This has been going on since before. This has been going on since before I was born. That makes sense. I've been doing this since before I was born. Years back. Hmm. Who knows how many. All I know is my consciousness, my memory, it stretches across more than just this lifetime and I need to know what was going on. Because it's not gonna stop. I'm gonna come back again. Until you've killed the child of darkness. I think that may be the answer. But I can't say for sure. I think that's... I think that's the obvious answer, being set in front of me on a platter. Hmm. But life is rarely so simple. This is going to be difficult to communicate to Arias without telling him anything. What is? Well, he wants to help the Child of Darkness and we want maybe to kill it. It's going to be tricky trying to figure out how we balance this. Where do we even start? The tower, did you... I mean, that's what you went in for. Where is it? How do we... What is it? I found it before. I'll just go back. It's to the sea in the east. <sighs> I mean, I didn't find it. We found it. Other me's found it. The sailor, the ghost outside, the third one. He found it. And I remember. In the sea. I followed the source into the sea and upward to my doom. Whatever's at the top of that tower is going to try and kill us. I think it already killed me once. Oh, you didn't get there. I followed it upwards to my doom. It doesn't say you got to the tower. There's, it's a sea. There's nothing else to go up. It had to have been the tower. Mm. Sorry. I... Sorry. Yes. Understandable. I'm just trying to make sense of it myself. I know this. <clears throat> There's nothing else to gain in the mist here, at least. We should head back. Back to Call, West to Jairus, as a detour, because it's not that far out of the way. We go to Jairus and we follow up with that magistrate whose name is on that script. See if he's still alive, see, or and if he's not, maybe a family, maybe had a kid, wife, somebody that's outlived him, maybe they'll know the answers. And if they know nothing, then we can head east to the sea. And at some point, Arias is going to check in on us, so we need to come up with something to tell him. Needs to be a convincing enough answer to satisfy him, but we can't tell him everything. 
It should be the truth, but only a part of the truth. I have a feeling he will know otherwise. Right. Okay. So what do we tell him? Hmm. We found the corpse of Eldrin and his companion, and his companion was simply hired to protect him. That's all we found. We can give him the note, I suppose, but we follow up ourselves first. I know what I'll say. I know exactly what I'm gonna say. What? Can I just ask you to trust me on this one? I trust you. I trust you too. We should head back. There's no, uh, there's no good to be accomplished here in the mist anymore. Agreed. Let's not delay. We're not really in much of a traveling condition, though. Let's rest. Well. Yeah. I agree. Much as I hate resting here in the mists, I think any immediate threat that was in this area, our demon prince over there has probably already driven off everything else. So we're probably safe for the time being. Right. Fire, you've been oddly quiet. Do you, th do you hear anything here we might have missed? I'm just Some listening. Some angle we're not looking at. I just realized about halfway through your speech that it just sounds like the ramblings of a crazy person. But... I mean, it kind of is. Fortunately, I don't care if I'm crazy or not. I have a purpose in front of me and I'll do it. Let the others say what they want. Uh, I just hope we make the right choices. Same. Maybe we are all crazy. But it just so happens that everyone whose opinions I value are dead or standing in this room. Well, or both. <laughs> I'm gonna put my soon. hand on Merlin's head and kind of ruffle his hair when she says that. You notice some hair falls out. Oh, well. Okay, never mind. So, you guys are going to take a long rest, I presume, here. With, um... With each of you in the, uh, this hall, there is, um, some time for you to lick your wounds, treat them, 
um, eat a little something unless you're Merlin um, and uh, sleep or rest in um, such a way that you'll regain your hit points and your abilities you don't regain any sanity points um, but you do get all of your spells and things back while each of you is resting and doing what you do over the next several hours I want to ask what each of you is thinking at this point what is going through fire's brain what are you what is fire thinking about over these hours mm, about how insanely deep she is in this shit and where she started she was just doing a job and now she's like oh, wow I'm so in this I'm so deep in all of this and it sounds insane because it is insane but it's real because I've witnessed it and I've had experiences that people wouldn't believe if I tried to explain it it's just a lot What about Merlin? What is Merlin thinking over these next few hours? I think Merlin is fighting everything in his willpower to, to not um, bite his friends. <laughs> he is incredibly hungry. Yes, you are starting to get very hungry. You're going to need food soon. Um, or you are going to start to fall apart um, and the hunger is going to become very uh, overwhelming but for now you are able to hold it down without taking any exhaustion or having to roll any checks for me that being said at the end of this rest you are going to be feeling it uh, at least in terms of hunger um what about Fix? What is Fix thinking? Um, or doing? Thinking about my family and their relationship to the demons in the mist as well. And how Shamsiel didn't seem to know who I was or what I was until I got there and actually communicated. And how that might mean a little bit of hope for my family to live their lives a bit more freely. Um, I'm also trying to suppress the idea of the this uh, wading into a war um and, and teaming up with this malevolently evil being um and inadvertently causing more pain and suffering to people and creatures she doesn't even know about and lastly what about will what is going through will's head over this time It's probably bouncing back and forth between two different things. One being, you know, what am I? Where am I? What happened before? Why can't I remember? How did I come back? Doesn't make any sense. I was dead. But then again, I've cheated death before. But not like this. But then those thoughts are interrupted by just, it doesn't matter. 
Three lives. Blood for blood. I'm gonna catch them. Some way, somehow. Wizards, undeads. The mist, demons, demon kings. They don't matter. Three. They're not getting away. I might get distracted, I might get off course, I might go check out this tower, but there are three and I'm going after them. Also, I did promise that I would talk to Merlin. So at some point during this rest period, I'm probably going to use an excuse like... I need you to start a fire or something with one of his fire spells. And use that as an excuse to kind of pull him away from the other two for a private conversation. And you do so. Merlin, give me a hand with this. Oh, of course. And I'll... Yeah. Sets a hand and uh, starts to emit a flame. I'll start piling up twigs and leaves and branches from just outside. I'll just, you know, walk right outside and bring in a bunch of this junk and kind of put it in a neat little circle on the ground and point at it like, there you go, do your thing. He then lights the, the campfire and he sits uh, not too close. How are you feeling? Hungry. If I was to be honest with you. But I can wait. We'll try to address that when we head out, I suppose. Find you something suitable. Luckily for me, I can still, uh... Well, communicate with the... Smaller critters, uh, I guess it'll come in hand, although, um, anyway, let's, let's not talk about that. Um, right. That was my first and immediate thought. I just wasn't sure how you'd feel about it. You're changed. Not entirely. I still feel I am me, just... Well... Just dead. I changed too. Although... I'm not gonna pretend that it's an equal trade. You got the worst end of it. So I'm not going to sit here and say something stupid like I know how you feel because honestly I don't I know how I feel a little bit lost kind of confused mind full of questions but you end up pushing them out of your mind in favor of chasing the purpose in front of you at least that's how I do it At some point, I wasn't even sure if I was me anymore, you know? When I know I should be in a grave somewhere. But I just had to keep putting one foot in front of the other.
You were the one who started telling me I'm still me. That is true, uh, and I meant every word of it. And you were right. Because whether you knew it or not, you were echoing my own father's words. When I was younger, he had a saying. He said, it doesn't matter what you say, doesn't matter what you believe. Who you are, what your name is, none of it. You are what you do. Decisions you make, the actions you take. That defines you. So even with your fantastic new makeover, the red eyes, nothing else. Nothing else matters. It's what you do. Keep your purpose in front of you, yeah? We'll get through this. I greatly re appreciate the, the reassurance. And if you wake up one day just not even sure if you're you anymore. Easy way to tell. Are you still doing the same thing you were doing? As long as the answer is yes, then you're still you. You Keep have helping my... people. And I, I will continue to do so, so long as I still have that in me, but I can't promise it's... Well, it's, it's always going to be like that. I know. Some of it is out of your hands. I get that. If there's a way to reverse what happened to you, we'll see if we can find it. If that's what you want. But for the time being, and we'll just all deal with it together. Well, if there is no way to reverse this and I become... Let's just say I can't contain myself. You don't need to finish. Would you do it? Without a moment's hesitation. I would never forgive myself if I hurt any one of you. Especially fire. If it does come to that, I won't let you hurt anyone. Let's just hope it doesn't come to that. I'll do what I can to keep it at bay and under control. I was at a place called Sorrow Creek several years ago when I was in the army. Just about everybody that I cared about died there. One of them, I had to kill her myself. She wasn't going to make it. Too much blood, too many wounds, not enough medicine. I've had to kill my own friends before. If it comes down to it, I'll do it again. 
Yeah, my promise on that. I'm sorry it had to come to that for you, Will. No one would ever want to have to go through something like that. We do what we have to. We are what we do, right? Stick close to me, though. I'll do my best to make sure we all get out of here alive. The answers are slowly unraveling, Marlon. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. It's just a matter of time. We will. We will get down to the bottom of it. Yes, we will. Some of these questions are just my own, though. My own past. That's what I mean. I have to get to that, and I don't think anyone else can help me with it. Well, regardless, we stand by you. We stand with you. And I appreciate that. This sounds exactly like the stuff we told each other in my army days, and then they all died. Not gonna let it happen again. On that note, on a more... On a more constructive note, I need you to work on something. When we first met Arias at the cave, he did something. When Fix tried to cast a spell, he, he stopped it. And then, when we ran into him again in Sump's Point, same thing. He stopped it. You've seen him do it twice. When we're on the way back, in your spare time, maybe take a break from scavenging food and talking to animals. Can you try to copy what he did? Can you figure out a way to interrupt another wizard's spell? Copy? I... I... No, no, maybe, maybe not copy it. Maybe improvise your own method, but find a way to stop his magic in the middle of it. We know it's possible. We've seen him do it. And if anyone can figure it out, you can. Can you find a way to stop this? And I just slap Will in the back of the head. Hello. Huh? Hello. Come on up. We've started a fire. Mm. Yeah. A fire? Thanks. No? I was wondering if I could steal, uh... Steal Merlin away for a moment, if you don't mind. By all means, I think we're done. But Merlin, work on that. I yeah, think it'll I save our lives at some point. I'll do my best. Was he talking about not eating people, or...? What could save our... You're the lifesaver now, Merlin? No. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll try and avoid eating people, um, <sighs> at, at most, uh, well, I've, uh, given Will the heads up that I'll only be, uh, eating the, uh, the, the little things. Mm. Just to make this concrete in my mind, it's not human, right? It's just... doesn't have to be human it, it, no um I, I, I'm gonna be 
I'm going to be straight with you, Fire. Um, human brains is definitely on the, the top of the uh, the list, but mm-hmm. at, at bay, I, I will, uh, you know, um, if you there's none of that, less. I'll settle for less. Okay, yeah. well. What about elf brain, just out of curiosity? Oh, they're so superior. I doubt you'd want to. They'd probably taste better than you. Mm, better in every sure way and all You that. can say that's a brain mm-hmm. food. I, uh, hmm. Might have to, uh, really think on that one. Mm-hmm. You have to really think on that? Obviously, Fire, I, I, I wouldn't dare, um, no. And he, uh, Merlin starts to dribble a little bit. <clears throat> Uh, well, I don't want to say this in front of Will, but I, I'm going to. If you're ever hungry and you need me to grab you a snack, uh, I will, I won't do that. You are correct. You will not. There Mm -hmm. are plenty of animals roaming around we can go after. Yeah. Some of them on two feet. Right, yeah, those are the ones you're not going to touch. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, maybe there's um, some bandits dead on the road. Yeah. Might die. Some Bad guys. Fresh. Yeah. Ways around that. Um, mm-hmm. And if I happen to start a fight in a bar and it goes south and the person is bad and we learn that by investigating... Maybe then be not in a bar. May have to check uh, the bounty boards uh, next time we, we hit a town. Hmm. We'll figure it out. Are those who are dead, they can't really feel it anyway. Suppose it makes no difference. But the policy on why people end up dead has not changed. Hmm. We'll see. No, we won't. <laughs> or you'll be traveling see. alone. <laughs> you won't see anything, you know. I'm very sneaky. Well, I owe you an apology anyway. I. What for? Quite a long time ago now, but well, it feels like months ago. But actually, I suppose it was only a couple of weeks ago. I snapped at you and. I suppose it probably seemed petulant at the time. I asked you not to touch me. I simply didn't want you to figure out, see something, and freak out about it. No, I apologize. uh, You know, given the, uh, given the circumstances, you were probably well within your right. But, uh, we're good in the past. Hmm. I suppose we all know far more about each other than we'd ever anticipated to know. Hmm. Except uh, this one. I'm <laughs> pointing at fire. Except this one. Hmm. You, you ended so up being the mo- you ended up being the most normal of us. Do you know how worrisome that is? That is. Normal. Wow. Is a subjective yeah. word. He, that is I fucked mean, up, and that is coming it, from me. 
and normal is subjective, but I feel like if we got a hundred people and had them evaluate our little crew here, she's the normal one. Just saying. I need to start killing people or something, don't I? No. <laughs> You're supposed to say yes. No. no the, uh, I'm for it. See? The list of things that need killing keeps getting bigger and bigger. How about a demon king of fire? How does that strike you? Yeah, we killed a, 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 a demon's baby or what? I, you know... A prince, I believe, was the He's term. a prince. He was full. Look at the size of him. He was full grown. Had to have been. 12 feet tall. How do you That's know no that? Baby. Not very edible for Merlin, though. Unless you like Maybe it. the adults are... Not my type. Ginormous. Merlin, I've seen you eat dirt. Don't tell me you have a type on food. True. That'll be the last time speaking, you see that, too. I just want to get a kind of an answer from all of you on a question that I had. It just unrelated to anything. Um, let's say you hired a bodyguard uh, and you ended up dead, but they brought you back, but you were still kind of dead. Um, do you think uh, the job is it did did they did they do the job is the contract maybe we should ask no elder in my look at will yeah that's a really good question i don't know generally when i hire a bodyguard i would think the point would be for me to not die that's you know my perspective on it i don't know melon yeah. do you think fire's done a good job Mm. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I did hire her as my bodyguard. My 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 body's still here. Just yeah, your yeah, body is still moving around and intact, sort of. Yeah, mostly. So hmm. that's okay. Just you know. Wondering. But you should totally dock her pay. Oh, I, I totally will. You should double it. Because I double. brought you back. Yeah. Double? Did I bring you back only because I hadn't been paid yet? You know, nobody knows. And nobody can possibly answer that. But. <laughs> I just want to raise an eyebrow at her. Mm-hmm. I'll take just the normal rate. You don't need to dock my pay. What is yeah, your it, rate? It, How it, much it, does Merlin actually owe you at this point? Yeah, what, what is, is the price the tag on this? Easily. That will be determined once this journey is over and the job no, is no, no, uh, no, no, complete. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't put a price tag on it afterwards. Merlin, yeah, kind of, what kind of business is that? I have a list, and I'm tallying up all the different services that I've been providing. Excuse okay, so what's it up right now? Marlon, did you agree what's, to it this? Up, what's it up to it's, now? Then? It varies. Marlon, you did you agree to a, con a contract to? Did you agree to a contract to just pay her what she wants when it's all over? Is that Not was that the quite. arrangement? 
I was even actually hoping, you know, we would eventually, you know, build a bond, a friendship, <laughs> where, you know, it wouldn't really, I don't know, maybe it uh, wouldn't even cost a, a, a thing. Were you gonna, were you gonna pay her an exposure? Like just a recommendation to others? Excellent bodyguard, ten out of ten. I mean, yeah, I, I uh, mo would have most definitely uh, recommended uh, um, fire to a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No well, referrals are very valuable. They are. Well, didn't you get ousted? Do you, uh, do you have any friends? Apart from us, of course, present company not included. Please tell me you're talking to Merlin and not me. Oh, well, yeah, of course, Merlin. Referring a friend. Well, I mean, I suppose not. I did. And I would she use was, fire services, so. She was actually my sweetheart. Oh. And even referred fire to me. The system works. Mm. It does. I'm sure I'll get paid eventually. And I just smile at Merlin. Merlin just averts his eyes uh, and then <laughs> turns to look towards the fire. Fire. Mm -hmm. You have plus one permanent HP. Okay. During the rest realize that your skin is extremely tough and dry. Is it visibly different? I don't think so. Or I just feel it? No? Okay. Maybe when you scratch it's very ashy, but not. There's not much physical difference, but you can feel that it's tougher, almost leathery at a touch. Hmm. not good for my skin being out here and you guys rest through the night you successfully complete a long rest um there are no noises nothing creeps up from the um the fissure in the ground in this huge structure um there's no there's no real sounds outside of every now and then a breeze passing on the outside and and uh creating a, a, a hollow echo through the very large structure. Um, anybody that is doing any checks or um, patrols um, from the front of the building, you can, you can see no real change. Um, the hill leads down and back uh, south the way that you came into this building and the graveyard that spreads out from the other exit is still littered with those ghosts silently moving about um, between the gravestones. Other than that, there is no creatures. There's not really any sounds either. It's probably relatively uncomfortable. It's a lot more quiet than, than you're used to. Whether you're in a town and you hear that ambience of a town or even just out in a field, you would hear crickets and uh, insects, birds. 
there's not many creatures here. It's not entirely barren of creatures, um, but there just just doesn't seem to be anywhere near as many. So it's a, a quiet time spent resting. At the end of it, um, hmm, at the end of it, that's a good question actually. What is the time? I think you're good. It's still day nine, so yes. Um, at the end of it, you get all of your hit points back, your abilities, and uh, Will gets the lay on hands. Obviously, your sanity does not restore. All of the things that you get back on a long rest return to you. Um, it is roughly 7 or 8 p.m. in the evening, but again, it's very difficult for you to tell uh, out here as it is perpetually dark. There are no hours of daylight, or at least that you're aware of or can uh, see. Um, but based on your best guess, you're looking at about 8 p.m. in the evening um, once you feel rested enough to continue on. What are you doing? What is the plan? I'd like to do a full uh, check over of this winter hall now that we're not in danger and just like see if there's any thing that would indicate what it was used for just from inside. Uh, there, there, there is no, uh, there's not really anything else in here or anything that you guys um, find. Um, I'm just giving you the free check because you've spent so much time in here and wandering around and patrolling and checking things. You've had plenty of time to take your time and look it over. It's very difficult to get to the other side um, of the fissure, but it doesn't look any different really um, over there. The walls are very plain. Um, the outside walls, um, the brick and the, the structures that were out there are, are age-worn and wind-beaten in certain places. The um, walls on the inside are uh, broken. Pieces of the uh, natural mountainside that the building is built into have broken through and the bricks roll across the ground, broken in front of you. They're old, um, but huge bricks that would have been um, impressive uh, in this structure's heyday, but now um, they're just worn. There is no detail to anything. The Whatever your best guess was when you first came in here is really probably the same best guess that you would have. There is a uh, set of multiple structures outside, but they're, they're little more than um, the idea of where a house would be. A few bricks, uh, much more wind-beaten and eroded through time uh, that, that lay out the um, idea that there was probably a very small village here. The, the idea of a, a tower, the idea of a house, the idea of a larger structure, but um, with the overgrown nature of the area and the um, huge amount of time, there is really no detail that you can draw from this as to what it might have been, um, how big this place might have been, and what this particular structure would have been used for. The only real detail that you can make out is the well-etched um, element that says Winter Hall, um, but again is also kind of an odd and loose translation for you, so it's not the ultimate um, piece of information. So there is, there's almost nothing here that, that changes from your perspective from the first checks you did when you first arrived.
anyone doing anything else? I if would like... We... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Thank you. I would like to look over Merlin and try to make it not very obvious to Merlin that I'm looking over Merlin to see if there are any signs of decay. Um, I don't think so. Um, okay. I think he looks the same as before, um, which isn't great, but just looks mm -hmm. like a very pale and um, uh, odd version of Merlin. Some of his movements. Merlin, probably throughout the night, you find that your body kind of if they really stretch your muscles out and keep them moving or you you sort of start to uh, suffer a, a very light rigor mortis um, and, but moving Ooh, your body fine. around is uh, it, it, it it is able to remain live um, while the blood in your body is probably thickening um, it doesn't seem to be fully coagulating and, and, and hardening up. Um, there is an element to this state of undead that is keeping you um, from being, you know, just a complete um, frozen corpse. So, but yeah, you do, you probably don't feel comfortable um, sitting still for very, very long. Um, but yeah, there's not bits falling off of him. There's no skin peeling off of him yet or anything like that. But, okay. but there will be. That much is uh, sure, but it's not this quick. Okay. And then Will was going to do something. Oh, I was just going to say if if we're a hundred percent satisfied that there's nothing else to find in here, then I'll propose we start heading back to Cole. Yeah, I'm ready. To leave. Good. Ready. And you would be following the same, um, the same track as before, trying to sort of, uh, return to the, well, you can follow the road, um, and follow the road all the way down to Cole. You're not doing anything different. Just to check. Plan is to continue uh, following the great road so, south. So I, I have a, I, I remember... I don't know if our characters, if we actually saw this or if this was just like a Twitter teaser at all, but mm. wasn't there a plan about heading west of the river and following it south to Jairus? Could we end up directly at Jairus? Yeah, I'll give you what that was because you would probably recognize it as uh, as Will um, since this was yeah. part of one of your visions. The yeah, map I'm wondering if I remember it. section is kind of here. Um, you get the sense that the edge of the river and the forest is here. So the the arrow that was on the map, and I will do the blasphemous act of, of drawing on my own map, um, was kind of referencing this area. Um, if you see the arrow just above Merrin's Keep. Um, so uh, Nathan was suggesting that there there is a tower here, a small tower, not the tower, the tower, but a, a watchtower here that he was able to use to... Um, to navigate in and out of the mist. The river running here is presumably the river that they uh, used and keeping these this sort of forest um, while the plains area here um, remains plains, presumably in the mist. He kept this forest to his left and followed it all the way down to the road. 
So your route could take you through this way if you wanted to um, do that. But again, you even navigating the mist is difficult. Um, the reason that you were able to really stay on track here was because Fix asked Mist where to go. Um, and the road, as soon you guys lost the road a couple of times, and as soon as you're off of that kind of idea of a road, it gets really, really difficult to maneuver around in the mist. You guys got lost around here behind the mountains of Carl. So just so you're aware, it's the essentially mechanically the DCs for survival checks and, and stuff like that, and uh, encounters and things um, go up a lot when you're kind of moving off of the beaten path here. That being said, um, you are aware that it's just a matter of doing that. Um, we could barely even match those checks on the open road to Som's point. I don't even want to think yeah. how bad it's going to be in the and, mist. And I so think never... that you would be kind of somewhat aware of that, however that translates to character. Um, but you would also be aware, I think um, Arias mentioned that he visited this tower here. So just inside the mist here, there is a, a small... Um, watchtower that Nathan Eldarin and at some point Arias have visited um, and it was from there that Arias was able to glean the information um, about something right. being up here that being said um, it's entirely up to you we how have... you want to do it but that was it was these hexes here that that were okay. referenced in that vision of yours um, which is a little off path from where you currently are right yeah no I, I wanted to I wanted to figure out exactly where that was referencing, but if we did that, we'd have to cross the Skull Mountain and then cross a river and then like three unknown hexes. So, what could possibly go Not wrong? a chance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nope. Back also, to Carl. Straight south. If you scroll straight down south. and move to uh, where Gofreda and Gore's point is, I gave you the, and this really is Will, the rough idea of where that um, the tower is. Um, you are very aware that it is basically there um and that's the that's where you need to be headed towards so that's just kind of a um a will thing but that is the location of the tower according to the information provided to you by the mist so um yes what is the uh plan of attack yeah well seeing how far out of the way that is i'm all in favor of just following the road straight south Yep. least chance of getting lost then um we shall begin the journey um let's get a couple of rolls to start us off um is anyone doing anything during the first half of a day travel here to uh, anything specific, for example, Merlin might be looking for brains, or Fix might have Vita scouting something, um, Fire might be watching behind you guys. Is there anything specific, not in a general sense, uh, that you guys would want to do while you guys begin tracing your own footsteps back? And the first half of travel here is very easy um, for you guys to keep on... Um, on uh, track because you have the road the kind of broken but ancient looking road that leads from coal to whatever to winter hall basically that is what the road is what um if anything specifically are you guys doing um um vita and i would be working together to 
try and sense any more like demonic sort of presences through Vita um, and just be hyper alert of anything coming our way. Hmm. Vita is a prince of fire. Um, he is a sort of bastard grandchild of Balmoth. Um, and as such, uh, roll me a uh, perception check with Vita. Seven. Huh. Why is it seven? I swear. Um. Okay. Anyone else doing anything else? Uh, yeah, I think. Um, um, I'm gonna get all your rolls first, and then tell you how the mm. half day's travel went. That's what's happening. Are you asking for our our like travel checks or like other specific? No, stuff? just anything specific first up front, and then we'll do a set of travel checks for the basically the entire travel. Unless you guys have got anything you want to do, there's a lot that uh, you could be potentially doing on the road, so I want to cover that. I don't think I have anything that I can do in particular on the road. It's not. It doesn't have of. to be a skill that you have. It can be just a general. If there's anything specific outside of your skill set that you would potentially be doing, or if you're looking for anything in particular, you know, it could be anything. But yeah, I just I can't really think of anything that I'd be doing. I hit I me hit thing with sword bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <With> sword. <laughs> I, I have any other actual? Actually, no. There is one thing. I'm as we're yeah. passing this skull mountain thing. I will try to observe it carefully and see if I can glean any more insight as to what the heck the Skull Mountain is. Uh, just do that. Okay. You can give me an investigation check. Okay. Investigation. My strong suit. Merlin doing Zero anything? Yeah. Merlin's going to do something too. What are you doing? Um, I think Merlin would look back on his conversation uh, that he had with Will and... Uh, he will try and hone the ability to counterspell. Hmm. Um. How is it that you you are able to understand this spell? And maybe while traveling along, you're scribbling in this spell book of yours, um, then scribbling out an incantation, ripping a page out, and throwing it behind you, kind of situation as you slowly determine what the factors are what what um a counter spell even is and how you would do it from what you've seen um you are successful you have the counter spell um spell now but do you know the process that merlin goes through and what it is that he's thinking or doing when he does it i think he looks back on the uh encounters that they had with orias and um, just how dangerous and how powerful he he is. And um, in order to be able to at least not really match because, well, he, he knows he's nowhere near as powerful as Arias, but um, anything to at least maybe balance or withstand, I think he then, um, yeah comes to the senses of uh, gaining this this ability to protect his friends. And is fire doing anything on this journey back? Fire is 
probably for the first time in a long time, actively guarding Merlin's body. <laughs> actively being a bodyguard, hyper vigilant, paranoid, also a little bit insane. So just paranoid, making sure that Merlin is safe. Okay. Um, Vita does not have any sense of any of these demons nearby, and neither do you, um, on this travel. In fact, where you are right now seems, um, incredibly barren. There are no, um, sightings over the next, um, few hours, uh, of anything. There are no creatures, there are no, uh, pale ones, there isn't, a, um, a roar from a creature deep within the mist. Um, it's very silent traveling apart from your own footsteps and the scribblings of Merlin's, uh, book every now and then. Vita will scout around, um, and there's no real sense of, uh, any creatures or any, um, monsters. Merlin, roll me a perception check. Oh. Okay. Six. The entire time you are all walking along, behind Merlin is an oily little creature. It has evolved a little from the last time we saw no. it. Um, every time Merlin does something, it does something. Um, it is maybe uh, 10 inches tall as it's walking along. It has uh, little oily feet, um, almost like a like a claymation of a creature following along, leaving little oily footprints that after a moment catch up with itself and rejoin the creature. Um, it is it has created a form of a, a small book and a quill and it is writing in it and every now and then it tears an oily page off and throws it behind it, the globule hitting the ground and then slowly catching up with the moving form. It is almost a perfect replica in oily black and blue of Merlin as it follows along behind Merlin. Merlin, deep in thought and concentration, uh, does not notice this creature following him, and the other three of you simply cannot see it. For you guys, it is entirely invisible. It might not even exist. Uh, as it follows behind Merlin, um, Merlin, you don't witness it, but other than that, there are no creatures um, uh, here. Um, or anything that seems to come out of the dark and, and come for you. Um, eventually you come to the mountain that has a skull on the top of it. And will you look up to see what's up there? Um, the skull remains. It's the same thing that each of you would have seen before. Um, a skull that represents... Um, what your skull might look like. Um, really, Will, I don't think you come to any new conclusions as to what this might be, but the difference this time is that you are pretty damn convinced there is an, an extra element that you pick up on that this is your skull. It is a an odd, a strange mirage or illusion that is being 
projected by this mountain of you, of what your skull looks like inside your own head. Um, and as each of you maybe discusses it, you get the sense that it, the mountain projects your own skull up there um, of what you each might see. What it is, what the mountain is doing, what the illusion is about, you don't know. Um, you can see several ways of potentially climbing the hills around it and moving into the mountain to maybe go in there and look around, but it is entirely up to you. Um, if you really, really want to know what the skull is about, and it would require you to head on in deep inside the mountain within these mists um, and risk whatever is inside. Uh, presumably, you will walk on. Yeah, the, the, the technical term for that is a big old pile of nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, south. Barely even a lingering glance. Yes. Yeah, I'm good on that. Um, you guys move past the mountainous range and further away from where this village in Winterhall is. There are points um, that come up where the road disappears away from you, but you um, continue, hopefully, heading south. So we're going to do a set of rolls at the halfway point of your travel. Um, first of which will be a wisdom save for anyone as the clock strikes midnight Eat that. elsewhere uh you mean we all roll wisdom saves or just one of us all of you please <laughs> or it's the beginning of day 10 <laughs> i love that minus one <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut A up. natural 20, I mean 19. Ah, uh, let's see here. A 17, a 19, uh, an 8, and a 10. 8 and 10 from Will. You two need to roll me a d10. Oh boy, here we go. A 5. And a 1 from Merlin. Oh, Merlin. 1. It is, uh, uh, you have a very light headache after walking through the mists today as oh, you no. take one point of sanity damage. Will, however, takes five points of sanity damage during the travel, um, and, uh, as another 24 hours pass here in the mist, you, um, suffer. Sounds like the... Is that the first and only point Merlin has ever lost? I he's been at a hundred for like. I think <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Wow. He's got uh, a very durable brain. Yes, he. Uh, Merlin, you start to succumb to the horrible whispering and the pain, but it would probably just feel like a little headache above one of your eyes. Um, Will, however, is probably not feeling too great. Uh, I would presume. How is your uh, sanity at? It went from 91 to 86, and I am just <laughs> pushing it back up to 91. <laughs> okay. So during the travel, you can do that. And um, also at this point, mm. since I don't want to risk somebody else's brain breaking, can uh, just well, there's only two of you. Uh, what's everybody's? You can dish out as you wish. At? Yeah, on this travel. 
Yeah, I want to make sure I don't let somebody, you know, break their brain. 73 out of 80 for me. <laughs> okay. 87. You're missing 7 and you're missing 13. Um, I'll give 2 to fire and then 5 to fix. Much obliged. Thank you. And then I'll hold the like the precious last couple in case someone's brain is about to break. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So who is scouting? Who is navigating? Um, and who is doing anything else on your travel tasks here? Um Is anyone doing anything particular here? Because this is where you come off of the beaten path and begin um and we'll need to make checks to ensure that you do not become lost. Uh, and scouts will ensure that you are not attacked by something. Or at least if you are attacked by something, we'll know that it's coming to get you. Um, Merlin, you can potentially forage for the very yep. terrible and awful things here that you might be able to use in potions. Um, and uh, yes, nobody roll anything yet, but tell me what you want to do, Declare. Um, is it possible for me to just help uh, someone else instead of taking my own role? Like, lend advantage to somebody that way? Is that a thing we're allowed to do or not? Um, no. I'll say no. Okay. In that case, I will assist with navigation. Okay. Navigating. Navigating, navigating. Can I help Merlin forage? You can forage. Yeah, I would like to do that. I'll forage for Morlan. All right. Give me uh, survival checks, everyone. Mm. 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 Much will be foraged. Um, and much will be survivaled. Everyone roll me a D 12. <laughs> How does that keep happening? <laughs> Uh-oh. And that's where we end today's session. No! <laughs> you can't end on an uh-oh. <laughs> you can't say uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> Did? I'm afraid. Oh. Um, I'd rather spend the week preparing it. Um, <laughs> because uh, you did forage some nice things that may be of use to you once you're out of the mist. If Brains. the thing that none of you scouted for uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't get you. Actually, you know what? Roll me a d6, please fix. Hmm, goody. Another oh one. dear! <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be my last week of the campaign. It was good to be a natural uh -oh. one and a natural one on your random encounter. Uh oh! That is a that is an uh oh just before. So about halfway through your travel between <laughs> the uh, the Winter Hall and Cull, um, Something will be happening, um, but we'll also forage some cool things. I'm sure I will uh, make a note of the rolls for you myself. Know, yes. Look, 
look on the bright side. Maybe you were rolling for how many of them we ran into. <laughs> yeah. There's only one. It's, Maybe. It's amazing. It's very true. That might be or what how it was. many of us would be swallowed whole. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so let's uh, do a quick set of shout outs um, and find out where you guys will be during the week, what you're up to, where people can come and find you to do it. Just before we do so, reminder that we do have final winner of the Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft in the Discord channel. Um, and that person was called... Oh, wow. Was it Scarecrow? Skycrow? Malcolm? Mal Scarecrow31. 31. 31. Um, I drew a 13, but I asked about 30, 30, 31 and <laughs> whatever he says in the only yeah. offspring song. I don't like the one everyone likes um scarecrow 31 you have won a copy of van richten's guide to ravenloft thank you to wizards of the coast as well for sending us copies to hand out to you lovelies um so please get in contact if you are watching on vods and things um check out our discord there is a message for you um let's do round of shout outs then let's start with fairlight this week where are you at Hi, I am <laughs> I am Fairlight underscore Excalibur on Twitch, and you can find me live every day playing random games in the US evening time starting around 8 p.m. Pacific. And what am I even playing right now? I don't know. <laughs> it's been different every day. Find out! <laughs> it's been different every day. We're doing Tuning. a RimWorld binge right now. That's what it is. Nice. Yeah, have you done the ideology stuff? That's what I'm doing right now. I... I picked a random, you know, and for those that don't play the game, they've just released a thing where you can choose a culture or an ideology or a religion or a philosophy for your colony. And since it was my first time messing with it, I just picked one random. I saw one that was called like strong family values. And I oh thought, no. Well, that's, I thought that, I mean, <laughs> it's all about family, right? Dominic Toretto would be proud. So I clicked it and, and I even named my colony like Torettoville, you know? <laughs> And as soon as it starts, I like click on my colonists and then like look at the mood thing and it's like, we don't have any slaves yet. I'm upset. I'm like, yeah. what kind of family values is this? So basically I'm running a slave trading colony now with no idea that that's what I was signing up for. So wow. that's me. You're a monster. <laughs> a strong family. How's your, how's, it's a very strong family. <laughs> so how's your week going? Um... So that's so, um, there you check how Fairlight is. If, <laughs> <laughs> if, if you dare, at this point. Um, yeah, what about, um, you, Brian? You play RimWorld, you should stream it. I am going to be coming back to streaming soon, Brad. Yay! There you go. That's <laughs> okay, That's never pressure. mind. Not with that That's dance move, pressure. but you did. That's how I'm I changing started smoking as a 13-year-old boy. I'm never coming back because Brad did that dance after I said that, and it, it hurts me. And I, nope, he's doing it again. I actually, I quit <laughs> twice. I double quit now. Um, no, but I don't know what I'm going to be playing when I come back yet, but um, I've been playing RimWorld Ideology off stream, and I'm so addicted to it, and I'm so happy that you're in it. <laughs> You're into Wait, it hold now. Hold on. Did your did your <laughs> did your colony suddenly spring an, in Listen, an intense desire for slave trade on you like mine did? I, that caught me out. Of, that caught me out of left field. I'll tell you that. 
Hypothetically speaking, I made my own religion and the first colony that I made were uh, cannibalistic slave traders. Okay, and that's just the way it goes. (laughs) Sensing a pattern here. (laughs) I committed a lot of war crimes. So the pattern is she picked that on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at least you could say it was an accident. I did it on purpose. I just wanted to make Vin Diesel proud, man. That's all I wanted. Who knew that Vin Diesel was actually a cannibalistic slave trader all along? Anyway, you can find me at Diesel, Free everywhere the official on the internet. Of table story. <laughs> they might be. They might be. They might be. Depends. Depends I'm a on who you ask. And I can tell you now that Vin Diesel has definitely eaten people at some point. Come on. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he seems lovely. He ate his family. He genuinely yeah, seems you, nice. You've he seen him okay. in... You- You've seen him in the trailer for Ark 2. He's probably eaten a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, dinosaurs. Truth. Oh, yeah. He's a D&D nerd. Vin Diesel. Hell yeah, yeah. That's my boy. All right. Well, that's uh, Brutal Bree on Twitch again at some point soon. Check it out. What about twitch.tv forward slash Disbiarix? Hi, I'm Dispy. I played Merlin for you today. Um, well, now dead. Undead Merlin. Undead um, Merlin. You can find me here at Twitch and Twitter, Dispy Eric. And, uh, yeah, I play games. <laughs> Alright, that's what we do on Twitch. Um, what about you, Leah? Hello, I am Leah. And you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Leah. Okay, let's get we're done. I'm going to the outro. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, go on, go on, go on. Where, what's going on? Why does this always happen? Why do we fall apart the moment? Like, <laughs> can't wait for the stream to end. We just, we get to the point where the, yeah. the game ends and then it's just like it. <laughs> the apart. brain power goes into the game. Yeah. <laughs> Mine does it as well. Done. As soon as I go, that's the end of the session, my brain goes. And it's yep. Boom, it shuts <laughs> Now down. we're talking about Vin Diesel eating people. I've got so. no idea where I am or what my name is. Yep. And then I'm like, what's your name? And you're like, oh, maybe Leah. <laughs> maybe I'm somewhere else games. today. <laughs> <laughs> um, Miss Light After Dusk, though, tomorrow at 10 p.m. on my channel. Um, come over. It's a good time. Next, this week, you're going to decide what we talk about. And I'm going to sit there and agree. Why? And that's going to be the show. Yeah. You're doing something Crazy. special? Wow, yeah, it's it's chat's choice. Oh, wow. edition. Yeah. Nice. oh boy. Chat's yeah. choice. <laughs> um it sounds like one of the magazines that my nan would read. Chat's choice. Oh yeah, choice. I used to read those. <laughs> yeah, you know those exactly the ones that I'm talking about. They all look the same. I watched her murder my husband in front of me with two spoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my husband came back as an I'm dead gnome. Um <laughs> Uh, yes, so there's plenty to discuss on uh, Miss Light After Dusk tomorrow. I um, want to remind everybody that we have a new show. It will be starting next Wednesday, which is before the next episode of this. It is called Spellwind. It is. Uh, it has an all-star cast. I, wo- I will try it and play the trailer again, but twice it has crashed my OBS, and OBS crashed twice before the stream started today, and also crashed for no reason at some other point during this and i don't know what's happening so hopefully i can get it fixed next week it's arias he's getting annoyed he wants to know where you are he thinks probably thinks you're dead 
because you guys sent what him a message wearing? like, can you help? And he's like, with what? I don't under... And then you, that was the end of it. Um, help! Can, can I just say oh, how yeah. much I love that Merlin never told us that? <laughs> I love it, yeah, because Merlin always does this stuff in his head. He's like, I will fix it. And he does some, yeah. like, he gets some bomb of information. He's like, I now know. Anyway, I'm going to eat some dirt and die. And it is incredible. I'm going to eat some dirt and die. Yeah. Eat dirt and die. Never relays the information. Eat dirt and die. And we need merch. See, that, was, that, that was the thing I was getting at when I was like, well, what if what if Arias thinks we're all dead? And then I was like, wait, Merlin never told us that he sent that message, so Will can't use this plan. Yeah, Merlin, Merlin gives no shits about your tiny... <laughs> Tiny living brains, <laughs> apart from oh, the fact oh, that he wants to eat them now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you say that right. to these like. Where can yeah. people find you, Brad? <laughs> yeah, Brad. Come to my house. I'll be okay. there. I will be oh, okay. there. Bring cake. <laughs> Please bring some cake. Uh, I am currently streaming Suikoden, which is uh, JRPG. It's mm, Pokemon with people. And uh, so not too far off what Fairlight is doing with his RimWorld playthrough, I guess. Um, <laughs> I am streaming uh, every day. And sometimes during the time of my stream, I give up and PB overtakes, um, which has been happening a lot. Uh, it's called the PB panic button. And then PB becomes the streamer for a little while. So it's been very fun and um that's it i guess make sure you check out all the other things we do on table story and uh check out the discord for theory crafting if you want to theory craft or you can go on over to miss light after dusk and theory craft there was a lot of things that that came out today um that i think will probably need some thought um and we'll see you next week thanks so much for tuning in Peace out. Bye. I'm not on the screen.